Hello, hello. Welcome back to The Exchange Traded Fools ETFs for short, where we do our intro seven times. I'm your co-host Junda alongside with Pranav. And we're here today to talk to you about the Colorado ruling that actually went against Donald Trump and uh, it's going to give him some struggles when he's running again in 2024. Uh, Certainly, Pranav. The Colorado Supreme Court have ticked Trump off the Republican ballot, citing the disqualification clause in the 14th Amendment. And I'll uh, quickly cite it off verbatim. Basically, it says, no person shall be a senator or representative, etc., etc., or government official, president, vice president, if they shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. And I believe what the Colorado Supreme Court is referring to is the January 6th Capitol Hill riot. Now, it's worth mentioning in the clause as well. Congress may remove such disability with a two-thirds majority in both houses, which is a uh, you know a backup plan. But you know, I-, I doubt that one, that one's going to be used because Trump will be taking this hopefully to the Supreme Court, where maybe there's a change of heart. Uh, what do we feel about this ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court? Yeah, I think it's it's an interesting one. I mean, I obviously I feel like I understand the reasons behind the ruling because. Um, of course, what happened on January 6th was, you know, not great at all. I mean, to have a bunch of people storm one of the most uh, important government buildings in the world and, you know, have access to stuff that's uh, normally confidential is not, is definitely isn't something that that's good and can almost be seen as criminal, which I guess in this case it has. Um, but to be honest, it, it does clash with other other American sort of values or um things that people have right rights to for example removing donald trump from or sorry not allowing him to run in that state is actually quite uh, problematic um not from a political standpoint um because it, it largely maybe won't affect the 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 outcome of um the voting in that state but it's probably you know it goes against the someone's uh, right to choose because of course if you remove a presidential candidate then how can the people uh vote for who they want uh, who they want um so yeah i mean th- those are just my feelings on it but Bajinda, what do you think uh this means for you know the state and then the country as a whole not having that option to me, Pranav, this is an attack on democracy across the world, all right? This is an unprecedented attack, and I will have none of it. And the reason is simple, right? This is a case of ruling from the bench. Why do these unelected Supreme Court judges get to decide who the people can vote for, right? Donald Trump mm-hmm. is, I think at this point, the leading candidate in the Republican Party. And for the um, Colorado Supreme Court to just remove him off the ballot for that, that is unacceptable. That is a shot at democracy, and the American people should have absolutely none of it. And in fact, uh, some other candidates like Vivek Ramaswamy and RFK have also spoken out against this ruling. They say this is undemocratic, this is un-American, and we should have none of it, which is quite the support because considering if Vivek and RFK have Donald Trump removed from the ballot, that would only boost their own cause and popularity, right, by removing one of the major contenders. Yet they still speak on behalf of America, on behalf of democracy, to get this uh, ruling, uh, to, to speak against this ruling, right? Now, to speak, uh, to, to think about the context of the ruling, we need to like, discuss what happened on January 6th, where a perhaps controversially violent mob raided 
the United States Capitol, which in my, you said it's one of the most important buildings. To me, it is the most important government building in the world, right? With the yeah. Senate having the exclusive power to declare war on anybody and send the American war machine to blast hell on anyone, right? This is, this is absolutely, this is the most powerful building in the world. Now, January 6th was when a violent mob stormed uh, the, the Capitol Hill. And some believe that Donald Trump is, uh, has caused this, you know, this insurrection. But if we think about what happened on that day, Trump did say, uh, and I quote, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore, which to me sure as hell sounds like uh, an insurrection. That sounds like uh, it's, he's, he's calling for violence. Uh, what, what do you think about this? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it definitely was something that um, very, that was very much orchestrated by him. Um, you know, I think at the time it was on Twitter and he was just like, you know, sending out all these tweets and that let everyone, you know, they just went crazy and was like, you know, we're going to storm the, storm the Capitol. Um, and I, and I, th- I think he's really, he, he's going to have to use that tactic actually for himself because he's going to have to fight like hell to ensure that he's allowed to run in 2024. I mean, Colorado isn't the only state that, um, you know, sort of has something against Trump because a lot of other states have lawsuits again uh, against him for the same uh, for the same thing that happened on January sixth. So I think this might just be the beginning for uh, for Trump and his his chances uh, in twenty twenty four. But he surely is the the leading candidate. Uh, absolutely, and the only thing that's going for him is that on Twitter he did tell his supporters to go home in peace, but that kind of contradicts what he said earlier about the "if you don't fight like hell" part. Um, and unfortunately for him, uh, the brave men in blue, a hundred and thirty-eight of them were injured. Uh, quite a few died as well, so that's certainly going against him—a complete tragic loss of life for for a cause. Um, but what I, to, yep, sorry, please go ahead. Yeah. So, um, sorry. J- just before we move on, I-, I just wanted to know what what do you think um, would happen from now? Because obviously he's appealed this decision, and he's going to take it to the Supreme Court. Uh, do you think he's he's got a chance of maybe uh, turning this around? And if so, do you think like h- how do you think he he should or needs to go about you know these other lawsuits in all these other states that might get him in trouble as well in the coming uh, months, maybe. Mm. Uh, so to address your first question, I believe that the Supreme Court is likely going to overturn the lower court's ruling. And the reason is simple, because uh, the disqualification clause belongs to the 14th Amendment, which was passed uh, um, quite a bit after, uh, quite shortly after the U.S. Civil War. And I believe the intention of the clause is to ensure that no Confederates uh, had infiltrated the government and is to basically kick them out. But the job of the uh, United States Supreme Court is to interpret the Constitution. And to me, the right interpretation is that this clause does not apply to Donald Trump, uh, the, given the different context and the different situation. Uh, I don't think Donald Trump should be excluded from uh, being on this uh, on the Colorado ballot based off this clause. I don't think it applies to him. But you spoke about the other lawsuits. Um, so some of them are, of course, about January 6th, Capitol Hill, right? But there are also stuff about him uh, inflating um, you know, his uh, prices of like his uh, evaluation, sorry, evaluations of his buildings, uh, mm-hmm. which obviously is illegal. It's about that. Yep. And he has uh, multiple ongoing federal lawsuits, but also uh, within the states itself. I believe there's one ongoing in Georgia right now as well. And uh, it's certainly not a good time for him to have more problems like this. But 
I'm not defending Trump in any way here, but to me, I am a defender of democracy, which is what I believe in. And I believe that no matter what type of person you are, you shouldn't have your name taken off a ballot just like this. Uh, this is a violation of democracy. This is a violation of the constitutional principles that the United States of America is built on. Um, to add on to that, uh, Dan Patrick, who is the lieutenant governor of Texas, has spoken uh, on Fox News on an interview, and he's basically said that. Right. He said that Texas is a believer of democracy, unlike Colorado, which he said on TV quite mm. controversially. <laughs> yeah. And he basically said that, you know, maybe maybe Texas should take Biden off the ballot for letting in eight million people cross the border into Texas since Biden has become president, uh, disrupting the state, which what do we think about that? That's a controversial hit back. But I'm saying if Colorado can do it, why can't Texas? Right. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I see where he's coming from in the sense that um Colorado is quite a democratic state uh, I think when in 2020 uh, Biden beat Trump over there by quite a large margin so taking Trump out of there shouldn't really affect the election outcome uh, a, a bunch but then again also if you take Biden out of Texas which is largely a Republican state it's not going to make much of a difference right so they sort of cancel out and um I, I think it, he's just making a statement you know he's he's trying to uh, just give another example of what what has happened here, but you've got to you've got to understand that Biden didn't cause um, a mob to go and raid the Capitol on January sixth, right? Um, so I, I, I see where he's coming from, but I feel like there's missing context in that statement. Uh, yep, I, I can see where you're coming from here, and but still, at the end of the day, you can't take off one of the key contenders in one of the most important elections in the world. Just like that, based off a clause that has, uh, when, when the clause was created, had completely different context. Uh, I do not believe that um, in 1866, when the 14th Amendment was passed, uh, they had considered a certain Capitol Hill riot. I think the circumstances were different, and I do not think it applies today. Uh, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, it, 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 I mean, another point of view on this entire situation is, is sort of that the law is being used to weaponize against Trump. Um, and th- that's another interesting thing. And, you know, it goes back to what you said, that he should be maybe exempt from this because con- he was a former president and, um, you know, he's just trying to run again. And um, there is that sort of angle that, you know, it's, you know, as, as much as the as, like as much as everyone has equal protection under the law, there are certain special cases that um, maybe need a different treatment. Yep, I see what you mean. And I think at the end of the day, it really depends how you view January 6th. Do you see this as an insurrection, uh, as an attempt to overthrow the United States government? Well, to me, I don't see it as an attempt to overthrow the U.S. government. It seems more of a, just uh, an attempt to decertify the election, which is why the mob was storming the Capitol to stop the counting. Yeah, but, yeah, it's because it, it really like people did tragically lose their lives on that day. And you can see that they are trying to interfere with the democratic process to stop the counting to prevent Biden from being announced, which, you know, uh, it just it really depends how you see it. And uh, the vote to decertify the election, we we saw we did see a split. You know, it, it wasn't like a huge majority uh, voting to certify the election. We, we did see a lot of representatives vote against certifying the election, even right. Actually, the um. U.S. Speaker of the House currently, Mike Johnson. You know, he was uh, one of the vocal vocalists trying to decertify the election, which, I mean, he is in a powerful position now in the in the forefront line of succession for the presidency in case anything happens. But yeah, 
a huge shot at democracy, I have to say. Pranav? Um, yeah, I, this is just a, a question I've, I've been wondering. It, it's maybe a bit far off, but it, but it leaves you with some uh, food for thought. Um, and that is, who, who do you think, suppose... Uh, this becomes maybe a bigger a bigger problem for Trump than it is now, or most people anticipate. Uh, and say, for example, he can't run, or he's got very limited chances. Who who do you think uh, t- t- takes the torch for the for the Republicans? Well, that's that's a good question. That's a good question. So the, the forefront, who's gonna who's gonna be using the Republican ballot? To me, Vivek Ramaswamy is a bit of a long shot. Uh, I do not think he will be getting on that ballot for the Republican Party. Uh, he's still young. He doesn't have that much experience in politics yet. And some of his stances are highly controversial. He is not a uh, currently leading figure in the Republican Party. He doesn't have a majority of the uh, votes. N- Nikki Haley, but again, she said some very controversial things, especially that TikTok thing, which would you like to oh, share with the that, audience, please? Yeah, that that was uh, probably one of the wildest uh, stats I've heard. I think she said something like for every 30 minutes spent on TikTok, um, a person gets... Um, was it i think it might have been 17 percent or or some amount more anti-semitic and i was like wait wait, wait. How, how do you even deduce such a statistic and how do you even measure something like that 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 to me was wild but you know she is running so i guess we'll see yep um so don't know about that lady but then there's um uh ron DeSantis, former governor of florida i think he'd probably take the torch uh he he has uh, a majority of the um of the Republican fan base after Donald yeah. Trump, uh, which is surprising because Donald Trump didn't even show up to a single debate yet. Uh, most of the Republicans want him to be their president, which, I mean, to me, it shows like a lack of effort. But, you know, it's democracy. You can vote for whoever you want. You know, no one's allowed to interfere with that. Uh, it's the people's choice. But yeah. Exactly. Certainly, though, because I feel like America right now is in a very politically divided stance. In fact, Definitely more than previous years since I've been alive, at least. Uh, it's, it's just so polarized with the bipartisanship in Congress uh, putting a stop to so much um, fruitful uh, bills that could have been passed. I mean, in, in one chaotic stance, we saw that one senator, I believe from Alabama, blocking military promotions just because of some abortion ruling uh, in the military where basically it was, it was something like, um, oh, I, I don't know, but it was something to do with like military members able to get abortions. Uh, they're able to get leave to get abortions. There was something along those lines to do with abortion, a, a highly controversial topic in America. And because of that, this senator single-handedly is, is out there blocking all these uh, military promotions, putting a stop to, well, not putting a stop to America's military, but, you know, certainly hindering it a little bit. Creating which, some friction. Oh, yes, which to me is absurd. And like America... The, both parties just need to come together and start working on what's good for the people instead of putting party politics uh, as the priority. That is not the priority. It's the people of America. Th- that should be the priority to me. So, yeah, in, in an already uh, polarized political situation, we don't want to see more division in the country. We really like. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, I, I totally agree with with uh, your point of view there. And I I think that putting the people first as opposed to, you know, maybe your own interests is something that should definitely be um, prioritized, of course, because that is ultimately the promise that you make um, when you're running for, you know, most senior or senior leadership roles. Um, And I totally agree with your point there. Sorry, continue. Oh, no, that was pretty much um, 
Oh, that was pretty much it from me. We, we just wanted to speak about this uh, controversial ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court. Uh, is there anything you want to add? Um, no, I think that that, that about covers it. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for, uh, for listening. And uh, we, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, please do let us know if there's any feedback. You know, we're slowly uh, taking this episode by episode and uh, we're really enjoying it. So please do let us know if there's anything uh, you think would improve the podcast. Yep. Thank you so much. And we hope to see you again soon. Bye. Yes. Bye-bye.